0: The ever-popular schoolyard game, Simon Says, a game for three or more players where one player takes the role of Simon, who instructs the others to do what they say, but only when Simon Says, dates back centuries and was originally known as Cicero Disit Fac Hoc. Latin for Cicero says, do this. Back in the times of Rome, when the revered statesman Marcus Cicero said to do something, you did it. Otherwise there would be potentially fatal consequences. A perfectly fun and non-threatening game for children. But the game's protagonists change over time because of Simon de Montfort, a 13th century French-English noble who commanded so much authority from those around him that he imprisoned King Henry III. Despite its origins and learning loyalty to a leader for fear of certain death, the game remains a staple in playgrounds and in cultural references throughout the world. Most notably, the game's name was used as the song title for one of the most legendary singles in hip-hop history. Turn this episode off right now. (laughs) I didn't say Simon Says. Simon Says, stay tuned as we review Feral Monch's debut solo LP, Internal Affairs, this week on... Don't rust the only podcast about hip-hop that puts your nostalgia on trial. My name is Pat Llewellyn, and I'm over here rubbing on my titties, because today we are reviewing Pharaoh <laughs> Monch's 1999 album, Internal Affairs. But before we get into this shit, let me introduce my co-host today.
1: That is funny.
0: First, if we have the suburban dope himself, I call him the prom king. It's Andrew
1: Barrow. Yo, what's going on, Andrew Barrow? That just made me laugh because I got a newborn, so I'm I'm constantly looking at titties. <laughs> which, which is great. Yeah, by the way. Fuck it, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> They're at them titties. So that was funny. You said children. On titties. I'm like, yeah. Rubbing on titties, that's real. I've been looking at my, my, my wife's titties like they're brand new right now. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> they're always out. I'm just like, oh, more titty. Nice. Wow. This is great. This is the, <laughs> this
0: is the best show Woo. on earth. And with us, as always, Woo. it's everybody's favorite curmudgeon. You might know him as King Petty. It's Rick Strip Jr. That's good. I'm excited. You Rick's don't have any trip. jokes about titties up top?
2: Nah, you already fuck it. You said it. There you go. And uh, we have with us a third guest today. It's Rick's mom. Yeah, my mom's in the background somewhere. Hi, mom. She's a big Pharaoh Munch fan, so she's excited for this album. Oh wow!
1: <laughs> I did not know that. No, that's the, this That's is probably
2: the I... first time she's ever heard the words Pharaoh Munch. Actually, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's
0: funny. Oh yes, and today we are discussing Pharaoh Monch's Internal Affairs. This was a this was an interesting listen back. But Rick, how about you give us the background information? Yeah, on yes, sir. this record.
2: Internal Affairs was Pharaoh's solo debut. He was previously in a group called Organized Confusion. With they had three albums that were pretty critically acclaimed and well received by hip hop audiences in New York. This was released October nineteenth, nineteen ninety nine, on Raucous Records. Raucous was a huge underground staple at the time. Mm-hmm. It peaked at number forty one on the Billboard, so it wasn't very successful commercially.
0: You got to think, though, for an album on Raucous in ninety nine for a guy who's not really that well known. That's that's right. respectable. That's showing up.
1: Yeah, and it
2: hit six on the R and B hip hop charts. Yeah, so. that that's, is um, That's
1: that's showing up. Those are numbers. Yeah, yeah.
2: There was two singles. Simon Says, of course, and The Light. And uh, the only other thing that's pertinent, because it relates to both my personal history with the album and in general, it's important about the album. This album was not available to listen to anywhere for a good number of years unless you had the physical CD or unless you like found a bootleg copy on YouTube. Because when Raucus got bought out by, I believe, Geffen, was originally yeah. a subsidiary of priority yeah. when Faro it got bought refused. out. Pharaoh refused to record and it wasn't available streaming. You couldn't buy copies of it anywhere unless you already had it. Yeah, no,
0: and he 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 refused to work with them at all basically. Right. He's like yeah. this corporate entity is coming in now and I'm not okay with it. You can't have right. my shit basically. It was caught up in legalities. That's why no one really knows this record. Right. Wow. 2 years
2: ago for the 20th anniversary of it, it finally they made a deal and it finally was released in streaming and there was some vinyl released but yeah, for a good uh, six, seven years, unless you owned it already, it was hard to listen to. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. interesting. But yep. also,
1: I mean, salute to Pharaoh for being like, y'all not taking my shit. because well, he he
2: made a deal with Ruckus, and right. then you know Ruckus got scooped up, and that wasn't something he agreed to, but he took a stand. So, yeah, yeah. it's also why Pharaoh kind of disappeared for a while. <laughs>
1: yeah, for which sure. also makes sense
0: too. And he yep. seems like the kind of guy who always is going to take a stand. He looks like he's an For '80s sure. punk rock guy now. That makes sense. It's all over the place. So, yeah. yeah, I guess let's talk about our personal relationships <laughs> to this album. Today, we'll begin with Rick.
2: So I was at this point, I was super into underground stuff. My buddy Steve was putting me onto a lot of ruckus. I was listening to like Quali and Common and a lot of stuff like that. The so-called conscious or backpack stuff. Uh, I remember hearing Simon Says before I heard this album and I was instantly in love with that song. Yeah. We listened to this CD a lot, me and Steve, in his car for the first couple years after it came out. But I could say, honestly, that other than like three songs, I haven't listened to any of this in about maybe 10 years, maybe a little more, maybe 12 years. So it was kind of all fresh to me again, like refresh. But when it was first out, I was way into it and I was... Uh, had gone back and, and checked a lot of the organized confusion stuff. And Pharaoh was just, he's so unique and so interesting and so technically skilled that I got, I spent a good six, eight months like only listening to Pharaoh, trying to figure out how he did what he did. Interesting. So, yeah, there was a two year period where I love this album, but it's, it's kind of gotten lost in the uh, annals of history along the way. And it was cool to jump back to it.
3: Nice. All right,
0: well, I'll go next. For me, um, like you said, if you didn't have this, there was really no way to hear it for a very long time. And this missed me in 99. I didn't know about it. I obviously know Simon Says. I love Simon Says. Simon Says is one of... How can you not? One of my favorite songs ever, period. But otherwise, I didn't really know any of this. I haven't really heard much of it at all. I, I wasn't even aware... I wasn't even aware of who was on it because again, there was no way to listen to it. You couldn't find it. So I just I'm sure I've heard some of the songs, but I don't really remember. So this is very fresh for me. Word. and Drew, what's your personal relationship to this one?
1: This album's super, super fresh for me. I've never I've never heard it before. Uh aside from Simon says, I'd never like I don't I I, I don't listen to Pharaoh Monch. I've never been like, oh yeah, Pharaoh. Or like brought him up in conversation. I'm I'm aware of who he is. Yes, I'm aware of. status and all that but after just hearing like like this brief history lesson i'm like okay all of that makes sense why i don't necessarily know about pharaoh munch you know what i'm saying so this was very new for me completely so it was interesting it was 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 interesting in
2: in general because of that chunk of time where not only he couldn't hear this album but he wasn't really making music because like i've always loved him a lot as a rapper and he's someone I would definitely like tell people like, oh, you like the technical skills of emceeing, like go check out Faro. But I'm not too familiar with a lot of his actual music. Right. I remember having Desire.
0: I had Desire on
2: CD. Right. And Which I think was his first release after
0: quite some time. It, it was it was this album in 99. Then that was like 07, I think. Right. That's what I'm saying. And then he, I remember having PTSD on CD, but not really liking
2: it. Right. Yeah. And not really. Listening I mean, anytime it. he did a guest verse, he was killing it um right but yeah it's it's he's probably the biggest disparity for me personally between how much i like him and how much of his music i actually know if that makes sense like a lot of all of my other favorite mcs i know their entire catalog front to back but you know he's a guy i've always really enjoyed but don't really know his music too well
3: right
0: i kind of feel like that's his whole
1: brand i don't know that might be his brand yeah he like, he's like known, but very unknown.
2: He's definitely an MC's MC and we'll get to some of that as we go through. Yeah, for sure. Cause the features list on this thing is fucking ridiculous. It's amazing. The production, some of the production is too. Uh,
0: unbelievable. So why don't we just start getting into a track by track? Let's go. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the first track, the intro, this is an incredible intro. Yeah. It's produced it is- by DJ
2: Scratch. I think it's, it's exactly what an intro should sound like. It it's is. Literally introducing dope. you. As someone who both then and now was an Organized Confusion fan, this is a, a distinct difference in sound right away. Not in a bad way, not even necessarily in a good way, it's just this did not sound like Organized Confusion. No. The moment it came on. And I like that right away, Barrow is really showing off what he can do yeah
1: he's rapping like off off top he's letting it be right. known he's and here, i kind of love that he's... the
2: beginning almost sounds like he's like orating he's not really rapping he's like announcing himself
1: yeah it's 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 an intro like right you're about to witness you're about to be introduced to right that's how it comes off too it's actually really really dope
2: what's interesting about this is because it's such a good intro i don't know that i'd love it if it wasn't an intro if that makes sense Right. Like I don't know that this would have fit too well in the middle of an album it's it's well placed and well used as a introductory piece but you know it's not it's not the greatest song it's just kind of like a hey here I am let's go
0: right yeah well that's and that's his whole style right so his, his whole style. his whole style more than anything is kind of like uh like orating right it is more He's like kind of the MCing teacher, right? than rapping,
2: right? It is. For sure. Mm-hmm. Master of Ceremonies, right? For sure. And Pharaoh very much has that vibe. And I also love little stuff. Like, you know, I always point out when guys, you know, pay pay tribute to the what came before them, and this ends with a public anime sample. Right. So it's kind of right away not only showing you what he can do, but where he came from.
0: I love how it opens up with turntablism as well. For sure. It very much feels... Authentic, genuine, great personality, interesting flows. The beat hits. It's solid. It grabs it your attention.
3: Is.
1: I mean, I tried to nitpick at it, but you, the more I li- uh, listen to it, the more you like it. So you right. can't really nitpick much within, with something like that. Yeah. The second, the, I mean, the second, the next song too. Behind closed so doors. So what's interesting
2: about Behind Closed Doors, I had no idea at all until six days ago that pharaoh did some of this production himself and actually a large part of this album was at least partly produced by him right this the credit on this song is entirely him he produced this himself apparently um, which i didn't know he did that i don't love this beat but it works for him it's a very 90s new york i mean yes it's a time for sure what i do love and again it's something that real nerds like me will catch the first and second verse both start off with um, references to LL Cool J lyrics from a specific song. It's a song called To the Break of Dawn, which is kind of like one of LL's like, battle songs, like I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's it's kind of perfect because that's what this song okay. is too.
1: Okay. Well, that makes sense. I like that Yeah, now.
2: It's just him come like the LL verse starts, what is a panther? An animal that bites. And Pharaoh starts off, what is a scorpion? An animal that stings. So it's... And also, LL is from Queens, right? Uh-huh. So is Pharaoh. Makes sense. So he's to, paying Kind of showing where he's coming from, but that's where those similarities end because I know that LL song well. And LL was dope, of course, but he can't rap like this.
1: Not at all. I don't think anybody, anybody out of Queens is doing this. Right. This is crazy.
2: Yeah. And it's I mean, sometimes it, it feels like he's packing words in just to pack them in, but yeah, they but never sound forced. He always handles forced, that well. If that makes it's sense. always, yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. part of his flows.
0: He always makes part of his flows that kind of uh, stuffing in too many words
2: and making it work, but it he doesn't does right. It's like part of his style, I just there's other I, other guys who do that and it ends up sounding offbeat. Pharaoh never sounds like that.
1: No, yeah, no. He it's just very, knows how to it's do it.
2: Natural for him. I mean, because it's like, his flow. I like the beat here a lot, and I
0: like I like the atmosphere that it sets. It's really grimy. It's really dark, and it matches Pharaoh's rapping and personality because it is like he's emceeing but it's almost like he's emceeing like a dark church
2: yeah. Like he's, he's like, like yeah
0: it's it's very much um of an of an underground mindset
2: yeah underground but, is the exact word i was about that's to say, what that's
0: so.
1: that's who he is like in my notes i even have this song reminds me of if like 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 if you were to go to church at nighttime, like on some like, underground... Behind closed doors. Behind yeah. closed doors, like, the freaks go to church at nighttime, and Pharaoh is the pastor. That's what this shit sounds like.
2: Right. He also flashes a little bit of his sense of humor, which he does sometimes. Like, there's a part where he says, like, mailing your girl multiple finger sandwiches. And it's just a weird, hilarious thing to me, like, the visual of it. <laughs> yeah, it's another... It's not a... I wouldn't ever say, like, right. please go it. listen to this song, but it's another very solid... Song that there's not much bad to say about.
0: Yeah, it's a no, very it's hard, it's a very it's a good, good song track. Yeah, right. Do I think I need this in my life all the time? Probably not. No, right. but it's a very <laughs> solid <laughs> track. not. It also
1: scared me. Yes, yeah, so I get it. Yeah, it's dark.
0: <laughs> it's dark. Everything's very, even the cover of this thing. Look at the cover of this fucking thing. Yeah, it's very, very,
2: very
1: DMX like for sure. Yeah, it's
2: so it's you bring up the cover real quick before we go to the next song. I always wondered. What internal affairs meant. And now, listening to this back as a whole piece of art, um, I think it's kind of like a, the demons inside type thing, right? That's exactly what this right, is. Yeah, to, what, yeah, and yeah, that's kind is, of what yeah. the cover is. Like, it's, it's kind of like him dealing with his, his devils demons and, his, his and his skeletons in his closet, right? Right. Which yeah. actually is kind of a decent lead into the next song, Queens. Sure. Cause it's a story song about the, the downfalls of the street life, right? Sure. Right. It's hard. This song is produced by Pharaoh himself and a guy, Lee Stone. Lee Stone, right. He did a bunch of shit on this. And he's credited with executive producing. Yeah. So real quick, <laughs> it's rare that I see a producer name that I'm not familiar with at all. Right. So when I do, I usually look it up. And like, I knew Lee's name a little bit. He was on some raucous shit. I think he's done some stuff with Royce. Who's, who's Lee Stone? So I Googled it, Right. right. Uh, if you guys Google it, or if anyone Googles it, don't click the first link that comes up because I did without thinking about it. Apparently, Lee Stone, not this Lee Stone, but that name is also a very famous male porn star. Hmm. OK,
3: so I was I trying to find out that.
2: about the Good producer Lee Stone, but all I Googled was Lee Stone and clicked the first thing. And I wish I hadn't.
1: That is so. F- um, I mean, hey, <laughs>
0: you, got, you got to get some porn out of it. I don't know if it's really a problem.
2: Least don't what I ended up money. finding out about Lee, though, is he was kind of in that circle at the time, you know, amongst Pharaoh and all them. He's actually his voice is on a skit on an Organized Confusion song, okay. But he didn't produce for Pharaoh at that point. And actually, Pharaoh produced for his group before he produced for Pharaoh before this album came out, okay. and that's how the relationship came about.
3: Interesting.
0: But yeah, I don't, this song is. I don't love this beat. It's got. I mean, the beat's got really good
2: sonic atmosphere. So the it beat really actually does. samples it's two different songs or two different samples from the same Maxwell song. And one of them is actually a vocal sample that he like pitched up and flipped and you wouldn't know it. It doesn't sound like a regular. Yeah, none, like, of the, mm. none of the samples
0: that I tried to place on this, I could right. as I looked them up. Like there's a Zappa sample on here. I couldn't even
2: pick it out. It's definitely well hidden. It's the story itself is fine. I don't, I don't love it.
0: It's listen. It's good though. It's hard. It's good. Yeah. I, it's a yeah. song I would never tell you to turn off.
2: Yeah, that's kind of what say, I think hey, about a lot of these that, songs.
0: Turn that queens off, but I'm also not right. gonna put it on. I do like the sonic atmosphere on this. I think there's a lot of attention to detail uh paid to the literal sonic sound that the beat gives off. It's not just beat creation, it's really trying to create an right. atmosphere. They're all very atmospheric and they have a lot of sounds layered that add mm-hmm. depth and make it sound creepy in a lot of ways but it's really well done and the drums and that's on absolutely that a, the drums a, a on Queens thing. are
2: fantastic like fantastic drum loops on that mhm but like if you're familiar with organized confusion at all it's kind of the same thing it was a lot of it wasn't just like beats and rappers it was like more attention to detail um i mean right. you kind of have to because otherwise i feel like Pharaoh's style sometimes could easily drown out a very simple beat i mean because yes he because does of so many different how things
1: he, right it's, it's cuz of how he raps
2: Right, yeah, it needs
0: it needs depth mm-hmm, for sure. Unlike a standard beat that doesn't have that kind of uh, that atmosphere, I think he might actually sound a little fucking lame. Right,
1: kind of like how he sounds on the next song,
0: <laughs> "Rape." What the fuck <laughs> is
1: this? I don't know what this song is, bro. <laughs> This so I know is, I know
2: what it is. I just don't know why he did why it. Why did he do this so shit? So this was a bro. thing. This was a thing at the time. It was something oh Pharaoh was good God. at as well. He did it with organized confusion. The best example is Stray Bullet. It was like these abstract songs that were a concept metaphor. Yeah, but the what the fuck song. is this? It's just he's saying how, how badly he's he fucks up. Yeah. He's talking about how
1: he's going to sodomize a bass Right. But why but why do it why compare that to rape? rape. Is my thing. Here's Why? What, here's what it sounds like Pharaoh Monch is saying it. to me.
0: Pharaoh Monch does everything the way he does his favorite thing rape. <laughs> Which is rape. <laughs> right? Whatever I do in life,
2: I strive to do it just the way I rape. <laughs> just the and way I rape. That's the unfortunate thing about this song and about Pharaoh being so good at what he does. Because, like, if you just think of this objectively, without realizing how cringe it is, he does a very good job of fitting the concept, but that's unfortunate yeah. when the concept is this. He does do a good bro. job of fitting the concept. This I grabbed is... the drums by the
0: waistline.
2: Where do drums have curves? Where does that... That's not the point. No, that's... Not the point that's at all. No, so I mean, I understand he sounds like point he has is. he has a deep understanding of both hip-hop mm-hmm. and that's the, the problem. Thing.
1: Raping. That's hip-hop. the problem that I have with the song, because... The song is so well done. Why, bro? Right. Like, why, why are you so is good at this? why are you so good at this? Why are you so good at comparing <laughs> these things to rape, my nigga? <laughs> Have you raped before? That's all I need to know. It kind of sounds like
2: it. It right? sounds like, that sounds way. Like
1: that's why. That's why this song fucked me up. And I'm like, yo, bro, song four, really? Track four, bro. <laughs> this <laughs> track four. You couldn't made this a hidden track.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> right
1: <laughs> make it a hidden track
2: <laughs> or make it hit the cutting room floor
1: or just don't put it on the fucking yeah. cd my nigga this is 1999 <laughs> and you're just so blatantly talking about rape you raping drums like, and shit. This What this is, the is fuck, like nigga? this is
0: like this is like the audio version of oj's if i did it right confession this
2: is like clearing your conscience for yeah. a song
1: I have a problem with
2: that. You know the <laughs> Chappelle skit where he's saying how like Pac sprinkled clues into his songs? that Hoop Yes. Him? Yeah. That's what this feels like. That's what like this is yeah. like. Uh, it's like, wait, did you do that shit? Like, that's
1: like the people who know Pharaoh, I feel like they heard this and they were like, my nigga, did Pharaoh, did he, did he, did he rape, did he rape them? Did he?
2: <laughs> That's how they feel. I definitely listened to this album a lot when it first came out, right? So I definitely heard this song dozens, maybe a hundred times, and I had no recollection at all. My brain completely blocked out that this song existed. I mean, I will I will never forget the the bar. Consider this
0: the loops are similar to clitorises exposed.
3: Yeah.
2: It's I wish this song wasn't here. <laughs> i wish, wish it, it miss a Even, whole it starts off with the screaming and it's just like Vicious right away it,
1: it, you start off this song feels like it should like, be an eminem song that doesn't end with like, i some, stop fucking i mean bro you open up the song with full-blown rape like this is weird
2: man yeah. this is this, weird this is like uncomfortable enough to like really drag this album down if i'm being honest i don't think it does and we'll get there but this is unfortunate but can i yeah. say
0: something else I fucking love this beat, though.
2: Oh, I was just gonna say it's yeah, unfortunately wasted. Ours,
0: bro.
1: Oh
2: my god, I love this beat. <laughs> he completely so ruined this song much. with this,
1: like with this, with this
0: content. This beat is great. <laughs> I know. I was in the my base, car, like begrudgingly nodding thing. my head. It's like tribe. That fucking thing bumps. This beat is incredible. What yeah. the fuck is this? Like song? the third and
2: fourth listens in my car. Like I didn't turn it off, even though I didn't really want to listen to it again. I just right. turned it right. down and was like, yeah. slowly, oh. like oh, I hope no one else hears this. Right.
1: Shit. That's how. Like that's that that's that's how I was today at work. Like re-listening <laughs> to it, I didn't want to like have it up too loud when I'm by women and shit. Yeah, no, you like, going to turn this shit down. You, you have to go to HR this right away. Rape shit. I'm not. Hold on, bro. Yeah. I'm not raping. Don't know. Is this? it's just okay? It's yeah. the song and. And that's the other unfortunate phones. thing
2: about it, if we're really breaking down the song, is part of the, the hook or the post-hook or pre-hook, whatever you want to call it, when he says, they ain't fucking it right, they ain't fucking it right. Yeah. That's implying that what he's doing is the right way to do it. Yeah. Yes.
0: That's right. And it's that's fucking even more weird, unfortunate. bro. They ain't yeah. fucking it right. Listen, when you <laughs> fuck, it's got to be... You gotta take be it. It's gotta be rape. Is what he's will. saying.
1: That's <laughs> that is a weird thing to say, also bro. Like,
0: I also don't necessarily <laughs> like the metaphor of saying like you need to wrestle the beat into submission and rape. No. It I don't want to hear well any of it. that like, shit, bro. You know what you should do? You should work with the beat. Work with it. Pay a equal wage. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you should.
1: You should consensually it. work with this beat yeah respectfully 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 work with the beat bro
0: with this respectfully
1: work with this beat why are you being so rude to the beat and raping it when it comes to the next song he's respectfully
2: working with that beat he's not yes yo this next song simon says come on bro classic one of the greatest songs of all
0: time yes hundred thousand percent agree how do you if, go to like, this from that I literally
2: period. fist fight anybody who has anything bad to say about this song. Yeah. The I beat will is perfect. the The song is perfect. Everything the ho- about the, the song, song is perfect. Perfect. incredible. Pharaoh yeah. kills it. I mean, what's crazy too is I've listened to this song a lot in my life. It's one of the ones that's lived with me forever. Absolutely. Before. It's lived with everybody.
0: Nobody knows Pharaoh's songs, but this song comes on at anything where right. there's a DJ and there's hip hop heads.
2: Everybody goes nuts. And what's cool about this is you can play this in clubs where people want to dance and they'll dance to this. This is not, doesn't get lost in that atmosphere. You can play this in the streets. This is everything. Girls, Um, jump on your titties. Also, I've lived with this song forever and I knew it was a Godzilla sample, but I kind of forgot that somewhere deep in my psyche. And a couple years ago, I was watching with my son, who was what, four and a half or five at the time. He kind of got into Godzilla somehow. And we were watching one of the original Godzilla movies and the opening score comes on and i was like holy shit that's right that's, that's fair, fair much.
1: right yeah, it's
0: amazing. <laughs> i also that's
2: this hard. song still hard um, i don't know if any copies of it exist but i'm i mean i'm sure they do somewhere but i've never seen them like for sale but this song actually was removed from a few printings of this album way back in the day because the sample was not cleared and the, company, the Japanese company who owns it sued Ruckus, and Rockus just said, fuck it, we'll take it off the album, which wow. is unfortunate. Damn. But yeah, perfect song. Damn. Absolutely Everything about perfect. it is perfect. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. The
0: flows are ridiculous. This hook yeah. is legendary. Energy's on point. Pharaoh's yeah. emceeing this thing. Really giving really this out The full one. oration, and it's fucking a beautiful it's thing. It's incredible. And the yeah. lyrics are all over the place and kind of weird, but the sh- it's so
2: fucking ill. It's really just him showing off how good he can rap. Yeah, yeah. Um, He does this thing in this song that he uses a few times throughout this album and his career. It's like a trick in his bag that not a lot of MCs use at all. And when they do, they don't use it well. Um, But he, like, adds syllables to words to make them fit a flow or to make them fit a rhyme scheme. Right. Like, at the end of the second verse, when he says, like, Pressuses, Lexuses, Time yeah. Exuses. Time exces, yeah. And he makes that rhyme We're with, like, like exorcist, exorcist, who's an actual actual word, right? Yeah, it's so, so good. So he adds... Word. Yeah, and he's, like... A lot of times people change pronunciations to make something fit, but he somehow adds a beat or a, a syllable and doesn't make it sound corny. Yeah,
0: come on. This shit's just fucking ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. This is a, this, this song's not fair. It's also... Fun fact, maybe for about your a year and a half I in college. If they
2: don't have a song this good. I don't care. And Pat, you might remember this because part of it was when I lived with you, but there was a short time period in college where I had this song. I'd cut a piece of it and saved it as a ringtone and used it as my alarm clock on my cell phone. Just the part that goes, get the fuck up. That was like my alarm clock for a year and a half.
1: That's hard.
2: Yeah. Perfect. Simon's like great that. great way to wake I up. I want to do that now. Shit. I yeah. still have it. I'll send it to you. Damn, that's hard. Yeah, definitely send that hard. to me. That's yeah. tough. Perfect song. I, I need that. Perfect. This One is of the, the be- perfect song. One of the better songs on any album we've discussed so far. Absolutely. An
0: yeah. un- undeniable classic yeah. of yeah. all time. And which leads you into another song. Speaking of shit that's hard, I, f- I fucking love Official. I really like this song a lot. I really love this beat in headphones. It has this panning phaser that almost mm-hmm. feels like it's like tickling your brain. It's just so fucking good with the atmosphere. I enjoy the hook. I think Pharaoh's fucking amazing on this track. This is one of my favorites from this record. I'm all in on this I, song. I fucking I love this song. I
2: kind of expected that. So this is Lee Stone production again. I loved. I remember loving this song a lot. Porn star when it came out because it's got all these sports references, right? Yeah, like a lot. Like every bar. I actually made a list and I forgot to count them to make it easier, but like he mentions, like. 11 Junior baseball Seau. players, a dozen football players. Rest I mean, in peace to Junior SeO, Junior Seau. Seau, Raul Mondesi, Natron Means, Ivan Rodriguez, George Steinbrenner, the Cleveland Indians mascot, Chuck Knobloch, Buck Williams, Ray Ordonez, Alan Iverson. Right, Troy there's a Eggman, lot of them. Like, it's a million. And as a 16-year-old or whatever, when this came out, I loved it. I thought it was cool. Like, oh, how can he make this make sense and combine all these references? Listening to it now, I didn't like the lyrics at all. It seems mm. like this weird hodgepodge. Overkill? Uh, not overkill just not it's like a surface level concept that i think he could have done better if he went deeper
0: right yeah i don't really give a fuck about sports references and i didn't pick up on any of that which is why i figured
2: you didn't think about that at all because you just heard it as a song because you're not a sports fan
0: no and i just really enjoyed this beat and i really liked his flows and i think the hook is really good and i think this song hits
1: it was rap- it, it's wrapped it's, it's very, very well, which is yeah, why Pat yeah, was like, I don't even care. The rhyming song. is yeah, incredible. what he's saying. Yeah. Um, what's it's interesting, though, hard. is
2: also some of the references definitely put a date on this song. Oh, like, I could, I could hell I can listen to yeah. this song as a sports fan and know what year it came out just by who he's mentioning. Sure. Uh, it also has one of my random favorite rhyming couplets on the whole album when he says, cooler than fuck, maneuver like Vancouver Canuck. I like just, that line. I don't know how anybody thought to make a multi rhyme with Vancouver Canuck, but if anyone can do it, it's Pharaoh. Ah, uh, gotta love it. Fucking hockey. Yeah, this song's just okay to me just because I look at it deeper than I need to. Yeah, I yes. did, I definitely didn't.
1: I I enjoyed it because I mean, I just like songs like this where it just shows I guess I guess how like like you know, like this I guess sports is kinda like Pharaoh being nerdy. You know what I mean? Like He's just so into sports like hockey references and
2: baseball. It's like this dude is just what's I forget what song it is, but the Jizza has a verse, I think on Liquid Swords, where the whole verse mentions every NFL football team like mascot. Right. And and it doesn't sound like even though it's very obvious what he's doing, he makes it fit so perfectly into a story that it it works way better and my brain just immediately compares that to this because he, he makes these sound cool, but they don't really string together any sort of narrative that makes sense other than a bunch no. of sports buttons. No. So it's not bad, but I think Pharaoh can do better than that. I, that's,
1: that's what I was going to say. If you, if you had to nitpick, it's one of them things like, Oh, yeah, I'm certainly okay, nitpicking. this song is good, but you could have made it better by yeah. stringing it all together. Kind of like, like uh, you, you, you know Kanye got that song called Live in a Movie when he did that with the movie, yes. you know, with the yep. movie titles. And right. that shit is hard. So I get what you're saying,
2: yeah. Especially because Pharaoh has other examples, unfortunately like the track we just discussed that I don't want to say the word, the R word. Like he has other examples of concept word. songs that he strings together better. And I just think this one is kind of like a weird hodgepodge of like, I have these cool bars that I can't use anywhere else, let's just put them all together. You're right, that's how he, that's how he treated it.
1: I really
0: like the sonic feeling of that song. Surface I, level I sonically, it, it's dope. I wish it wasn't about sports. Okay, now let's go on to the next song with our old friend Cannabis. Our old friend Cannabis is with us. Oh man, We love him.
2: Featuring Cannabis, produced by Lee Stone. The only certified Rust album we've ever had, Cannabis. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something about Cannabis. So again, we talked about it with the Cannabis album. I loved Cannabis at this point in my life. I thought he was the fucking next great thing. I thought he was the coolest guy to put together words. And I remember hearing this song and being like, oh, Pyro kind of, Kinda of took it from him. Listening to it now, cannabis doesn't even deserve to be on this song with Pharaoh. No. At all. Yeah, no.
1: No, it's the worst it's the worst feature on this on this whole the album. The first yeah. four
2: to six bars, Pharaoh shows off ridiculous technical skills, like with the alliteration, but also making it conceptually make sense as he goes. But there's like what, thirty F sounds in the first four bars? Yeah, it's yeah. really
0: it's really out there shit too. He's he mean he's rapping his ass off, but he's out there yeah. on this one. You know, for Mm -hmm. me, it was it was a little alarming where I was like, oh, cannabis sounds a little more grounded in reality than Pharaoh does. That's interesting. And Pharaoh
2: has a really, really, unfortunately, cringy bar to start the second verse. Which one? I don't even want to read it. You can.
0: Um Hell, incest, kids under pressure in the corner, clutching their genitals by the dresser. Right? Yeah.
2: Uh, Why are we going? Like, so the concept of this song is
1: talking about that. So I think this song
2: is kind of, um, if I'm right, that internal affairs is about largely about your inner demons. Right? This song is kind of the conceptual conceptual center point of that. Right? Hell, it's about the hells inside of you or whatever. Why do we have have to go here? Why?
0: Yeah. Why? I, I mean. It doesn't, it doesn't need to, there's so many other uh, it doesn't ways need to be say there. this kind of thing Right. that doesn't, that doesn't need to be yeah. this kind of shit. It, if it's cheap, right? Like there's, I think there's a point in life where maybe shit like this is like, oh, this is edgy, like in like an edgelord phase of life. But looking at it now, when you're not in that mindset, yeah, it's it, just, not. it just hits you as fucking cheap.
2: It's yeah. just cheap. I try to attribute it to a couple things. Partially, Pharaoh was young when this came out. I don't remember how young, but yeah. And also, that's kind of what this style of the gritty New York underground was. Yeah, it was edge lord. They occasionally wanted to make you be like, wow, what did he just say? So in context of that, I get it, but it ages Horribly.
1: It did. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't age
2: well. No, I also always assumed the bar at the end of the second verse was a Marilyn Manson reference. And looks like Genius has since confirmed that, which makes me happy that I was right about that all these years. But it says on on screen, a man exposes his breast with no penis. I just oh, always yeah, assumed that's from the
0: mechanical Animals shit. Yeah. Which
2: came out like a year before this. So. Yeah, it was
0: 98, I think.
1: Cannabis should never rap ever. I don't know why yeah. he was <laughs> rapping at all. That's all I thought of when I was listening to it. I'm like, yo, you didn't even f- need cannabis, cannabis on here. Just take his verse and cooking just my nostalgia
0: too. And I mean, you know the so listen the center the focal point of the album the midpoint of the real depths of hell. Our old friend cannabis has to come back and visit us.
2: Luckily, it's
0: saved quickly. Well, yeah, sure, it's saved it's saved quickly. But why don't we take why don't we take our break here?
2: It's a great idea. Yeah, I think this is that. the
0: right place to do it. We hit the, the center point, the focal point. We've been through hell. Now let's hope it gets a little brighter on the other side. <laughs> Hopefully all the R <laughs> talk is out of the way. Uh, of Faro uh, internal affairs on...
1: Yo, what's going on, man? Andrew Barrow, Bill Brush. you already know what it is. Um, I'm here with my co-host Pat Rick, and uh, you know we yep. just we're talking about Fairmont, and I'm just hoping that we don't have to, uh, you know, speak about these weird about these weird bars and stuff, and and, and, and these songs and <laughs> I think he's left them behind in the first I th- half. I, yeah. You know, I, th- I think I think we're out of that part now. So
0: God, let's continue I
1: hope so. with the with, with, with this part.
0: Yes. What's up next? No mercy M O
2: P Alchemist beat. Produced by Alchemist. Yeah. Alchemist this was supposed to be a beat. Prodigy beat, but Pharaoh really wanted it, so Alc convinces convinced Prodigy to give it up. Which brings me to an important thing. I read a quote from Alchemist that I wanted to share because we talked earlier about how like Pharaoh was like an MC's MC. Mm-hmm.
0: Right.
2: He's also a producer's MC, and I think he gets the difference between his love from fellow artists and his love from the fans is a huge gap, unfortunately. Um, Yeah, it is. But the people who make hip-hop music have always given a lot of respect to Pharaoh. And there's this quote from Alchemist. He says, Pharaoh was the best and he still is the greatest of all time. He's just not human. Being able to work with him meant a lot to me. Now, for Alchemist to say that about anybody is a big deal. Because Alchemist has worked with everyone. Literally. Uh Literally everyone, yeah. And yeah, this song is... I've never listened to an MOP song and not wanted to immediately fight people. Yeah, go and rob I mean that somebody. in a good way. Yeah, yeah. like,
1: I want to go rob somebody. I used to
2: call MOP punch a stranger music. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm not really, I'm not really a big MOP fan.
0: What? It's that energy. I've never really liked MOP. It's that no. energy. It's too aggressive.
2: MOP is my favorite to listen fan. to. I love having MOP on, like, when I pull into daycare to pick up my kid. MOP it's... is great. <laughs> sure, it
1: don't matter what day of the week it is. MOP really gets They're just together.
2: so fucking hard at all times. Just hard. Pharaoh lyrics in here in the first verse. That's like the the quintessential example of what Pharaoh does. The part where he says like the epitome of lyrical epiphanies, skillfully yeah, plays poems and carefully is playing symphonies. That's my part. Yes, yeah. because that's it crazy. seems like just a lot of big words, but it, it's it's for a purpose. It makes sense. Yeah. 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 This is this song just is is. It's fight music in a good way. It is.
1: It is. Like, it's a
2: good like, song. Like this is blasting volume, snapping your neck, giving everybody a nice girl with the red light music.
1: Well, it's yeah, nice that he try. that he has this on after that song too. So it We feels needed cool. it. Yeah. You, you need this song to pick and It's just up.
2: another it's another great feature. hmm They killed it. Yeah. It's the perfect beat to have these two artists on it, MOP and, and Pharaoh.
1: I mean,
0: my I know I have a, I have a couple complaints. I mean, my couple complaints are I think the beat's a little busy, and not in a way that's atmospheric. That's a little busy with the orchestration on it, in my opinion. It's a good beat, but I mean, I think I think the breaks are great, the pocket's incredible, but I think the shit over top. Maybe it's just not mixed in a way that's. I mean, it it's too much. It's I think I agree busy. with you
2: only because MOP's on it, and I think mm-hmm. you need a much simpler landscape for MOP. While I do think it's a good song, and I think they work well together, this isn't the type of beat. I'd want to hear MLP on. Right. I just want to hear something that's as simple and as hard as them. I think if this was just a Pharaoh song, the beat would work a lot more.
1: It would. You are. I mean, you make that. that, That's a good point.
2: Yeah, it's just busy. It's a busy song.
1: Yeah. And like I said, MLP is not
0: my favorite energy. Like I I can take or leave this one, in my opinion. It just makes me want to
2: jump and shove people. I love it.
1: I I respect it. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. The next song, I'm not mad at.
2: The next song is actually my favorite on the album, Other Than Simon Says. Yeah, right here is a great. I, I love right, this goddamn beat. Right here, beat. produced. Right, this is DJ Scratch again. I mm-hmm. love this goddamn the beat. This, the beat is perfect. Pharaoh kills it. There's almost, three, there's almost three hooks on this song, right? Yep. There's the Uptown, Burdonks, Long Isle, Shredong part, and then there's the mm-hmm. Where the fuck is Queens? Yeah. And then he also he's got has the like, uh, like
0: pre chorus and a chorus. The, and they're he all he ends each verse with hooks.
2: the raw, like you need it. Raw. I also love, he starts off both verses with elongated, like homophone usage like there's face off like seven different ways in the first verse. And the second one starts off with a bunch of different ways to use the word eight. And it's kind of just him showing off, but none of them are forced. It all works. Yeah. It's very good. This He's is good. a great example of what Pharaoh can do. And I think if he had made more songs like this, he would have been more commercially successful because this is a good balance between. Yeah. This is rapid rap too. and yeah. And good energy. Mm-hmm. And also it's, it's good yep. song structure that people well, can remember. too. Yep, yeah, yep, for sure. I
0: mean, I'd say the only thing it doesn't necessarily have in terms of commercial appeal is just that it's still, it's still eccentric,
3: of right? course, and th- yeah. and
0: that's why he's an MC's MC's and a producer's producer, and he's he's like the artist artist because right. people don't generally respond to this level of
2: kind of avant garde doing your thing, yeah, I mean, and that's the depth not, of that's his writing, how is not works. appreciated as much, but For this sure. is it's not. what I what I meant more of was that. I think we agree. We're, not, we're saying the same thing in different ways. Yeah. It's like, this is like the commercial side of Pharaoh's skill set. Like, he's never going to make a, a. Incredible pop, pop song.
0: song structure.
2: Incredible right. pop
0: song structure, but Pharaoh's a With underground
2: creator. sensibility. That's what Pharaoh is. But yeah, more this than, is. More than the sensibility. I've, I've listened to this song. It's one of the ones that's stayed in my rotation since the album came out. It's one of the ones that I had on my iPod and was on my iTunes that I've been able to listen to throughout when there was no way to listen to this album. I love this song.
1: It's a good track. It is. Okay. Let's go to the next one. The Next next Shit. The Next
2: Shit. Featuring Busta Rhymes, another Lee Stone and Pharaoh production. (laughs) This is a perfect combo of features. This is perfect. I do wish... I don't like it. I do wish that it it was a better song. I think they could have done better. But I think that if you were to... In 1999, if you were to say to me, who do you want to hear Pharaoh with? Busta would have been my answer. So for the have,
1: times this song is good but yeah, the it didn't energy age they both well.
2: bring their are they're, they're both very eccentric different styles the beat is is a little weird I don't love the beat
1: it is I'm not going to lie to you but I and like the song
2: I kind of don't love just the next shit the next shit as a chorus it's a little bit low hanging fruit it's simple but I do like this song I don't I don't like I don't like
0: the beat I think that the Busta Rhymes feature here is kind of lackluster because the whole thing feels like this beats very like condensed and frantic. Whereas a lot of this album is more like atmospheric. And I think more of a Busta beat than it is a Pharaoh beat. I think when Pharaoh has the space to kind of like explore the atmosphere and use language in an interesting way and paint a picture, I think it, I think it works really well for him. But on this when it's
2: so tight. eh. And I do think it's interesting that Pharaoh's style has always kind of sounded next year or next decade, like he's always seemed like he was ahead, you know, ahead of the game. And now they have this song called "The Next Shit" that's kind of saying they're the next up, and it's it's kind of like a backwards move for Pharaoh. He almost like dumbed it down. But I like it. It's not. I don't skip it. No, it's not. It's not the best Busta feature. It's not my favorite. Yeah, beat, I mean, you, but you, I mean if this points. is one of the low points in the album, we're doing okay. I mean,
0: I was calling this one like uh, if I'm marking the songs, I'm like, eh. This is the second one on the album. Like, I don't need this. It's rape in this one that I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want these. I don't like this. I didn't, didn't like think that this one hits.
2: It's unfortunate and, that's grouped in with the R one.
0: Yeah, I mean, but it's a bust the rhymes feature. I'm expecting to really like this song. And it I, I think it totally misses. I think the energy's off. I don't think the hook works. I don't think the beat works. I, I just, it feels rushed and thrown together. It feels sloppy. I don't like it. Word. That's my
2: opinion. That's kind of how I feel about the next song, unfortunately.
0: Next the song ass. is The Ass featuring a <laughs> Pony B fly produced by
2: Diamond D. We just discussed Diamond D recently. We did. This song. So it yo. makes sense then. <laughs> uh, my, my only notes on this song, I just wrote, I'm good on this one this is bad <laughs>
1: it's not a good so, song
2: I don't I mean I, I get it was supposed to be like the the guy girl back I, I and understand. forth
1: yes so that's exactly what it was but Pharaoh's not good at it that's why and I didn't neither is a be pun, on it. a no, bee fly is terrible
2: whoever this chick is is bad yeah she, she can't rap and when the girls, when the girls just go the deck, yes, yeah,
0: the deck,
2: <laughs> the deck. You know, uh, and we've we've discussed songs on here that like time. I've been able to say like maybe I'm missing this, but I'm sure the women in the hood at the time love this, or I'm sure the lady. Yeah, I don't in the think club. they did. I don't
1: think they liked this one. I don't think anybody. I don't, no, think, I don't anybody think anybody, anybody liked this, this one. song. This one wasn't
0: making anybody shake no,
1: it. This shit is bad.
0: And this song also doesn't fit on the album at all. Like this, this no. energy coming on. Like, what the fuck are you giving me this for on track eleven? Right. You kidding Why? me? Right it's, Why? It's, it's more weird sexual energy. You're getting. Them? I'm saying just even the energy of the song, the beat. Right. This beat, and it it felt like um a lot of this song felt like that Diamond D album we listened to. It felt like the Diamond D skits when there's just like people talking. I was like, oh, I'm gonna do it. Like it feels performative for something that pharaoh doesn't do anywhere else on this record and isn't part of what he does it's not it's not good it's this is probably really my least bad. favorite song on the album to be honest
1: it's not a good song yeah and
0: this, this I, is I mean pharaoh's me. verses are terrible like his his sex verse here is like
2: i can't with this it's really lame there's no there's good. some really bad bars when he says like more dick than dastardly and van dyke together
1: yeah, come yeah. On. my dick rules everything around me. Dream, dream? like come <laughs> on, That's
2: stupid bro. That's a stupid yeah. bar, bro. As I said in my notes, I'm good on this one. <laughs> Nuts ripped up with the brain all in it. <laughs> like, okay, what? All right. The, the next song is another Diamond D production. <laughs> ass. The song is the da light. Ass. The yeah, light Diamond is D a great song.
1: Yeah, he killed this though. This one he did good on. I really
2: like this beat.
1: I really so the like beat the The beat is guitar. wonderful,
2: and Pharaoh's singing is fantastic. Yeah, like I, I don't. I don't you like. You will the... see the light, baby. Yeah, I don't like, don't like the it? hook though. Really, I don't like.
0: I don't like the. I wish he would have done a melody that wasn't matching those guitar chords because I don't think it works for singing. It's a again.
2: very '90s hip hop thing for the hook. We talk about it with Fab a lot, right? To, for right. the hook to just be melodically matching the beat. Yeah, the melody. Yeah. However, I think Pharaoh's singing is underrated and underused, and I think this is this song is great. This is one of the two or three best songs in the album, in my opinion. It's a very good song. It's and it's also the only song with any sort of sexual energy that isn't weirdly aggressive.
1: Yeah, yeah. For it's once, not at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, like it's not. This is literally like him. This is almost like his Miss Fat Booty in a way. Yeah,
1: that's what it is. That's, that, that's his attempt at that. And right. it's
2: good. Like it's, it's his smooth way of like hitting on the lady. He should
1: have did more of that instead of the other shit. That's a bad. And like this, this one's
0: cinematic. It fits the energy. It's right. another Diamond D, but this Diamond D beat fits. Like, for the, sure. The song before this felt like it was a beat Diamond D had. This one felt like Diamond D made a song for this record. That's a great way to put it. I really like it. I love the atmosphere. I love this. Like I said, I wish he didn't just sing because I don't like that melody. I don't think it works, but he does sing it well. Mm. This song this song works on every level. I love I love the energy of Pharaoh here and it feels more honest than the rest of the shit he was saying about women. So maybe he's, he's not raping,
2: hopefully. You know I don't know. I right. almost feel like the hook would work. So. When you say it that way, I didn't think about that, but you're right. It's a little bit, a little bit cheap out to just melodically match the beat, but I almost feel like they just cut out. It's not a cheap
0: out. I just don't like it. But um, if they cut out this
2: melody, if it was a better melody, do it. But but if you cut out the the beat and only have the drums behind him singing, I think it would have worked way better. I think the problem is he's trying to match the melody and it almost feels like he's forcing it to match it. But. It's not even a melody that he's matching,
0: though. What he's singing is a right, jazz using, guitar right. chord
2: progression. Right. Mm-hmm. Progression. There we go.
0: And exactly a chord progression. I mean, yeah. it's an intricate chord progression, but that's you shouldn't sing that. It doesn't it's weird. I don't like
2: it. But the song is great to me. It is a yeah. good
0: song. It's a good song.
2: And it not moves bad to Godsend, which is actually an organized confusion song. It's featuring Prince Poe. Mm-hmm. Once again, produced by Lee Stone and Faramont. See, now...
0: There's the one that has a Frank Zappa sample in it, apparently. And I went and I listened back to the Zappa song. It's a song called Exentrypical Fours. And I, I went back and I listened to it to try to place the sample and find the sample in here. I couldn't fucking do it. I don't
2: know what What's interesting about you pointing that That's out crazy. is... So Lee Stone, before he was a hip-hop DJ and producer, was apparently a drummer for a metal band. And he was big into metal. And he's he's a black dude from New York, but he was he, they, his band was covering a lot of like Slayer and shit like that. So I'm not surprised he used a rock sample. Well, Zappa's the furthest thing from metal, but yeah. You know what I mean, though. <laughs> but I get <laughs> yeah, what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> that right. makes sense, um, then. Right. I, see, I love this song, and this is where... This might be the one that strikes my nostalgia the most, and I have to wonder if I like it because I feel it or i like it because it's good and that's why i'm intrigued to see what you guys feel about this song but like i love organized confusion now still and i think prince poe and pharaoh are one of the best pair of mc duos there is that you know actually had a group together because their voices are different their styles are different and i love hearing them on this song
0: guy you're such a hip-hop nerd rick you can't just hear a song for what it is this song is just I appreciate that before
2: you gave me actual intellectual content you decided to take a shot at me first that's fucking great (laughs) no
0: I'm just saying you're such a a nerd about it this song is just fine here's what when this song came on I like it it played and I was like it was on the next song and I was like oh it's on a different song I need to go back and listen to that again and then it, and then I put it back with the intention of listening to it. And as it happened for 30 seconds, I just wandered off into something else. Like, I couldn't pay attention to it. It's just fine. It's just there. I like this. And apparently it's
2: because I actually listen to things and Pat doesn't pay attention. I don't, apparently.
0: No. This is what I'm learning. I really don't pay attention. <laughs> if I'm not
1: like... If he's not, if you're not feeling it, Pass, pass zone out. If I'm not it. feeling it, I don't care. He's zoning I out. I don't care. If I'm the song gone. is three minutes long, he only heard a minute of it. 45 seconds. Realistically, yeah, it's, it it's not.
2: It's not one of the best songs in the album. It's not the best beat or concept or hook or anything like that. But right. I, you know, especially because this, this album has a lot of features that work really well. At least conceptually, right? Maybe Cannabis didn't do the best and maybe Busta's yeah. feature wasn't the best. But his you know, master, yeah. Cannabis and Busta yeah. and uh MOP, like they all make sense and a few more that we'll get to in a minute. They all make sense to be featured on this album, but I just love that he didn't stray from where he came from and, and there's a okay song on here.
0: Right. Yeah. Sure. I'll take it. There you go. I like that.
2: that I'll works. take
0: that. The next song the is next another song. one of the best. I love this song. This song is great. The, the truth,
2: truth also produced by Diamond great. D, featuring kind of Common the song.
1: and yes. Talib. My goodness great. gracious!
2: So God damn. Song. This song is like the pinnacle of this type of music at this era and yeah. time, and that it was That's right. exactly like, what this is during yeah. the during the raucous and deaf jokes and you know the underground coming up days and the conscious rap kind of becoming a thing. Like this was three heavy hitters. Yeah. Common, Quali, and Pharaoh being on a song together. Seriously. Was just fucking wild. This beat is fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Great. Incredible. This song is so
0: good. I, and that, is, that is the line I wrote in my notes.
2: I wrote, This song is beautiful. Yeah. It's a great the song. This is beautiful. Beautiful. And like, if you were to tell me, like, Yo, you got to give me a playlist of like the late 90s, early 2000s conscious backpack music, this yeah. is 100% one this of the is, first this, songs I've ever
1: this, this, this is going to be in there.
2: And Every and all, all three of them, like a lot of times when I listen to back to stuff like this, I start to really gravitate more towards one or two of the guys more than other ones. Right. Like, 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 like listening back to hell, which at the time I thought cannabis and Pharaoh both killed it. And now I'm like, mm, maybe she, cannabis fucking sucks. Like <laughs> all three of these verses aged wonderfully. And it's all three yeah. great examples of how good these three dudes are. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is this song's timeless. It's, it's also a great collaboration because there are three very different MCs, all For three sure. of them,
1: and this is all three of them like really in their like at, yeah. like at like at their prime, right. at their peaks. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because Talib D didn't drop Quality yet; that nope. was like a year later or two mm-hmm. years later. Yeah. Common yeah. Was, Nine still, was Reflection you know, internal, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. Reflection
2: Eternal yeah. just. Either it just came, came out, out or it came out right after. a few months yeah, before this. With happened.
1: high tech, that shit is still fucking that underground shit's fucking gold. Ridiculous. Underground gold. You couldn't forever. force
2: me to find a bad thing to say about this song. Yeah. This is a great song. Peter, nothing, there's nothing bad to say about it.
3: No.
0: There's nothing bad to say about it at all. This one's undeniably fantastic. Which brings you into the last song on this album, and I'm glad they include it. This is the one remix. Where what I a will a say, remix, bro. God fucking damn it, I'm glad they included this remix. What a this song. is even better than the original. Yeah. This, this is, is so one of the best better. songs ever made.
1: It's so good. What a great the thing remix. about the Silent Remix, right? Oh so it has, gosh, bro. what,
2: five other MCs featured yeah, on Method it,
1: right? Yeah, Method Man, Man,
2: Method Man, Man, Busta, Shabam Jesus. Sadiq, and Lady Luck.
1: Yeah. God damn.
2: All five of them destroyed. Are incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bodied. Like, Lady Luck, didn't really do much outside of this. She was around a little bit on some other underground stuff back then, but her verse is incredible. And I remember this song being like a reason I really wanted to check for Shabam Sadiq. Yeah, I don't know if you guys were into him at all. I was a nerd into Raucous Records. I was so excited for Shabam Sadiq because like he jumped on this track with Meth Red, Busta, and pharaoh and was just fine. And was yeah. yeah, he held. He yeah. was
1: getting it, bro.
0: Can I just say something here? About Red Man on this song, oh, you gosh, can tell so Red Man loves this
2: song. Yeah, yeah. you can tell yep. Red Man flips the hook. I know that's the best Red part. Red Man, Jersey the in the hook. back, Jack and Cars, the best. It's
1: so good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Oh Why is Red God. Man so good, man? Red Man is top ten forever forever and always
2: top, top 10 three, and probably top and five what else is top three so this was an Lord. era where where remixes what a savage were often just the same beat and adding other rappers to it right that was, was kind of a thing then mm-hmm. but there was also an era where where, where posse cuts or like five or six MCs on a song where like, it was a big thing to do right
1: yeah that was a regular thing and
2: there was a lot of times now i love that i'm a, the biggest fan of the fucking quote-unquote posse cut ever mm-hmm. i love when five or six dudes just go in on a beat, or females, I guess. But there was a lot of times where this happened in this era where it almost felt felt like it was just like, who can we get on here? And it was kind of forced. If I had read the roster of this, I would have been like, how's this going to work? But it works amazingly. And it's also a prime example of what you were talking about earlier with the Busta song, Pat, because Busta on this is light years better than he is on the next shit. It's Mm -hmm. night and day. Yeah. It's night and
0: day. I mean, this is... I mean, how could you not fucking kill this beat too? I mean, come the fuck on,
1: right. I mean, goodness gracious. This is like, dude, th- what I love about this song is you can tell all of them were having fun with this one. Yes. They and love, this is yes. like, this they is back in, the, back in the time when, you know, everybody was in the studio, not like, oh, yeah, you're making this on the road. Oh, yeah, they this were in the studio in the together. They sure. were all in the studio yeah. together, just going and, loving, on, it. Bro. and loving it, bro. It was great. This is like, this is a great song. The energy, you could feel that energy. They had Amazing. that energy and they put it in a record. That's crazy. Yeah, it's Amazing. absolutely it's crazy. crazy. It's Method Man destroyed there. this song. What the fuck, bro? Why is he so good?
2: And that, it's one of the like I don't necessarily gosh. agree with you, Pat, that it's better than the original. Only because it, it's hard for me to ever say that about any remix. But if I was going to say it about any hip hop remix at the time, this is the one that does. It's the oh, one yeah. that, that beats it out. This oh, is yeah.
1: crazy, bro. Fuck what a way you. to end the album with this. Perfect. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah. Good Lord, this thing is perfect.
0: Just the, the truth and then this is just like closing statement. You can Amazing think whatever end, you want right? about this fucking album, and fuck you y-
2: You know, I get nerdy about sequencing and shit a lot, and I admit that, but I think it's important when you listen to albums as a whole, and, and even the song before these last two, is the Organized Confusion song. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the last three songs have a lot of features, but I think they're well-placed and well-used features. Yeah. To, and then I think they do a good job of showing who Pharaoh is in the context of other artists. too. It do, they do. Oh, they awesome. do. It's a great For way to sure. end the album.
0: Most definitely. All right. Yeah. So that's going to we're good, We're all the way through. So that yeah, wraps up it. our discussion of Pharaoh Monch's internal affairs. And now it's time to do what we always do on Gold, Don't Rust and give our final thoughts on this album. Rating And time. review it on the GDR yeah. proprietary order of Rust, to gold. And
2: today we begin with Rick Strip Jr. Like I said earlier, it's something I listened to a lot when it came out, but I kind of forgot about it. I never really forgot about Pharaoh as an MC, though. And I was happy to jump back into one of his albums as a whole and really get a better idea of who he was as an artist rather than just as an MC. There's a few moments on this album that aren't great, but I don't think there's any that are bad. There's not any, any songs that I wish, I mean, other than the concept of the one that starts with an R that I still won't say, because I hate that word, there's not really any songs that I wish didn't exist or that I would skip completely. There's a few that I wouldn't be mad if you were playing the album and you skipped, if that makes sense. But I'm not right. in a rush to jump over anything here. Right. There's a few really high points. I mean, Simon Says and the Remix, Right Here, The Truth. There's some really, really, really great moments on this album as well. Oddly, as much as I don't have much bad to say about it, there's not really much great about it either. If that makes sense, um, yeah. I do think it Pharaoh is—he's a very, very technically skilled MC. He he does things that a lot of people don't do or can't do. And as a as a lyric nerd and a rap nerd, I love hearing him rap. But there's just I feel like there's another level he could have reached, especially since some of these songs are so good. So. Yeah. It's a it's a solid silver for me and a high end one, but it doesn't quite have enough moments for me to give it past that. But this is certainly a silver album for me. All
0: right, it gets a right. silver
2: from Rick Strip Junior. I'm not mad.
0: Now it's time for my review. So this album, you couldn't really listen to it for a long time. So in a lot of ways, it is fresh to right now. I mean, you can't even really say it's of a time because the only way you can get it in mass has been lately. So. It, really is kind of a, of a right now and you can judge it on on right now merits. On a lot of right now merits, I didn't need it to come back, I think. You know, I, I definitely don't feel like I was really missing much without having this at my fingertips, aside from a few real highlights here. But there are also Simon Says and the Simon Says remix are two of the best songs ever made. So two of the best songs ever are on this album. Some of it's pretty uncomfortable. I don't really think there's there's much of a reason to revisit it much, aside from the the absolute highlights. You know, and there's, how many songs on this thing? So there's like four songs on this thing that I don't really like out of 15. That's not that bad. The rest of it is at least pretty good. You know, there's some hooks I don't necessarily like, but I do really like a lot of the production. You know, Pharaoh's energy can be a lot sometimes. And just the way he's presenting ideas and the way he's going through things, it it can be a lot. It's It's not a casual listen. Listening to it now, I think a lot of these songs are better than I remember. Like I said, I only think there's like a couple misses for real, and there's undeniable classics impressive list of features unbelievable features list and most of them land for the flaws of it and looking at it as a whole it's kind of a mess there's some tracks that don't fit on here at all compared to the other ones but putting all that aside this is I I agree with Rick this is a solid silver record I think that there's a lot of really good shit on here but I also don't know if it's music that we needed I'm happy it's here I guess I don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, Drew, what are your final thoughts in your Oh, review?
1: man. Uh, listening to this album, I mean, I I played it a few times uh, because I did enjoy it, but it also made me feel weird because this is just a weird energy. Pharaoh Monch is kind of strange a little <laughs> bit, but he yeah. can rap his ass off. But he's, he's odd. Like, I wouldn't hang out with Pharoah Munch. I don't think I would want to be his friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll see him in passing, and, like, like I'll dap him, but I don't want to, like, stop and, like, talk to him and, like, have a conversation with him because he's kind of, like, dark and kind of fucked up a little bit. If you, take, if you take off three songs on this album, this album's a gold, for real, for real. Maybe four. Mm-hmm. This album's gold. There's not really anything bad on it. There's some fucked up shit that just doesn't need to be on here. And there's some like lyrics that like, it's like, what are you doing? But the album as a whole, and for what it is, Simon Says, and Simon Says Remix, those are like undeniable songs to this day. And they're on here. Uh, despite all that, it's, it's, it's definitely a silver album. There's nothing really bad about it it's just some stuff on here that's like you didn't need to put that on here bro you didn't need to talk about that you didn't need to rap about that um no you, you, you just didn't need that but for what it is yeah it's a silver album feral Monch can rap his ass off he can rap his fucking goddamn
0: song i mean he can, he
1: can make a song it, Absolutely. i think that's the problem i have with it because he is good he just gets He's in his own great. way. And you know what's that's crazy? What to yeah. like he gets they, in his own way. They, they had sure. this
2: golden opportunity. For sure. Like, so we got a triple silver. That's great, right? But mm-hmm. I wonder if it would even be bumped higher by One of Us if not for that one song. And and I think they missed... Probably one of n- n- Like, it no, pun, no pun intended. They it missed puts the a whole energy, energy on the, on the especially album. Especially because it's so early in the album, too. Yeah, it's it so puts on a whole four, energy on bro. Him and the people who controlled the rights and, and all that to this missed an opportunity, I think, because... When the album's not available for a long time and then you get to put it back out, they could've you could have just taken that, that off. off. Right. They could have
1: just taken it off, bro.
2: No one would have noticed or cared. We would have, nobody. <laughs> no, been, no one would have been, no one would have been We could have taken mad.
1: off the song with cannabis. We wouldn't have, we definitely wouldn't have <laughs> yeah, cared. Yeah, nobody
2: would have noticed.
1: You take those off of here, this album's a gold.
2: Right. Yeah, nobody would have noticed. Take, the take, ass. Off the ass. take off the
1: ass. Take off the ass. Take off the ass. The ass. Yep. Take it off. It's a gold. But that's gar- a gold record. It's a gold, gold record.
2: Really unfortunate. And I think it's a testament to how good some of this music is and how good Pharaoh is that despite that yeah. really cringy fucking moment for an it's entire song silver. we still love this album though so. it's still yeah, a it's silver still a shout really out Pharaoh great record. Yeah. shout I out won't, Pharaoh
1: I'm not gonna like get rid of it you know I'm not gonna no. delete yeah. it right away Hell I'm gonna no. keep it on there cause I still wanna he- I still wanna listen to it he right. can yeah. rap he's good He's so, good, And the songs are good. Songs aren't bad. The songs are good. <laughs> They're not Good bad. hook
0: writing, great lyrics, unique And you got Simon Says the and board. Simon Says Remix. And I can play Simon those every says, day.
1: Clearly it's a good
2: album because we and all we just gave it a silver. So. Fuck yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so shout out Feral Munch. And that's going to wrap up our discussion of yes, sir. Feral Munch, Internal Affairs. Feral Munch. Which is going to bring us to a segment of Gold Don't Rust. And today on
2: Gold Don't Rust, Rick, what do we have today? We're doing a top three tonight. And it was inspired by specifically one song on this album, Simon Says. Simon, get the fuck up. Because Simon Says is, to me, one of those songs that no matter when you listen to it or why or what's going on otherwise, when that song comes on or when you put it on, you have to max out the volume on whatever you're playing it on. Crank that shit. Whether it's in your headphones, the car, whatever. Crank that
0: shit songs. So it inspired me. This song
2: inspired me to make a Spotify playlist a couple years ago called Windows Down. And it's just music that I love blasting when it's like springtime and it's gorgeous out at full volume with the windows down. So my idea tonight was inspired by Simon Says. Let's give our top three songs that we would play no matter what at max volume with the windows down, etc. Or windows open in your house. So it's your top three like blast this shit hip hop song. Got you. And I personally left Simon Says off my list because it inspired the list and it's my clear number one. So I'm cheating like Drew and I'm giving you all four tonight.
1: Yeah, okay. that's not that.
0: Yeah, that's not that's not on my list either. I got I got three and I think it's really solid. So why don't we begin with our number threes and we will begin with Andrew Barrel. Let's get your number three.
1: Um, my number three. Oh, it was tough. Uh, Here comes the slash. is is it's, it's tough. Um, it's it's, it's it's two chains anything, um, two chains <laughs> anything, I I'm, I'm, I mean I mean two chains anything, any Literally, two chains two chains anything. Just put on two um, chains, Dude, and I just immediately put, just, was just, like, what's the two chains song? Just put on two chains, period. Uh, slash, <laughs> um, <laughs> slash <laughs> slash schoolboy Q man of the year because I fucking okay. love that m- song, m- man of the year. I love that song to this day. That's a great I, one. That that's song good, is so good. That's In good the loud.
2: summertime, windows all the way down. We're yeah. counting that as your number three because you can't give a whole fucking artist catalog. Yeah, you can't give an entire catalog. <laughs> you're right. I mean, you're right.
1: So i We're going to give you Schoolboy Q. But right. 2 chains, anything, yes. 2 chains,
2: anything. Man of the Year
0: is a great choice, though. It is. Okay, my number three, Method Man and Red Man Blackout.
1: That's a great Aw. one. That's a hard song. That's a good one. It's great energy. That, that is. That fucking hook. Yeah. That fucking hook.
0: Brr, that is win-
2: stick em. Ha, ha, ha.
0: That's that one, that's, right? That's, that's windows down. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Get up. Stand yeah. up to
0: make y'all feel this. Yeah. yeah. It's that yeah. fucking
2: energy. Uh, yeah. Fucking hype as shit. My number three is one of my favorite beats of all time. And also, this dude is just so grimy. It's Prodigy Keep It Thorough. Um, oh that's a good fucking man (laughs) Man, that that Alchemist beat the (laughs) two different parts of it right like the piano sounds good in full volume but then when it goes to the it's just plus Prodigy is his voice is so distinct and so grimy that it's it's great windows down music to me so number three is keep it thorough
0: nice All right,
2: Drew number two
1: number two um I mean, it was hard, but I mean, I guess I'm kind of keeping it newish or newer on a newer side. Uh, J-rock, J. Rock win. Oh, them fucking trumpets win. are stupid. yeah. I was just gonna say those trumpets are horns are, are stupid. Yeah. J. Rock destroyed. Win. that hook win, is win, crazy. Win, win. Yeah. Kendrick Fuck on the like else. Kendrick on the hook. Like, come on, bro. That song is stupid. That, that song to is to this day. That song is that shit hard, is, bro. Hard. Oh, my God. God. What's, shit what's hard? What's probably oh, a coincidence, so
2: but it makes sense with your two so far is they're both California artists, and that's that's weather that's windows down music. So Yeah, sure. man.
1: <laughs> that's, that's the, yeah. And they're both right. from TDE. Go figure. Yes, sir. There you go.
0: All right. My number two this song, I have to put on full volume because the drums in this song hit me so fucking hard in the head I gotta fucking crank it Kanye all of the lights that was
1: gonna be um (laughs) that's a stadium (laughs) song as fuck that was gonna on my yeah. pat swears As loud swear, as possible on on on, on mommy That's right now that was that it. was on my list <laughs> on mommies that was that on mommies that was it but then i was like no i got to put j rock but that all the lights and you know what pat i'm such a kanye stan i play the interlude first and then i play <laughs> song. Yeah, do the interlude <laughs> Fuck yeah, give me that. Like I'm at a fucking concert every time. I just immediately
2: pictured you. I want to see
0: an Asian girl playing a chill. Oh, man, bro. That's what I want to see.
2: I just pictured you in like early June at a red light belting out the chorus to this song with your windows down. Fuck yeah. Gosh. Uh, That's a good one, too. uh, You're right. (laughs) My number two Uh. is specifically because of the beat. It's one of the hardest beats ever. I mean, the MCs are obviously incredible. And I have a feeling, Pat. You're gonna wish you had thought of this song. Maybe it might not have made your top three, but my number two is De La Soul featuring MF Doom, Rock Cocaine Flow. Fuck yeah! Oh yeah, that song is hard. For three, (laughs) (laughs) that's all in the game
1: as long as you can I forget about that song. Now I want to play
2: that. Oh my goodness, that's a song that I almost wish I could play louder than full volume. Yeah, like I want to hear that. Like I want my my windows to rattle in my car. Oh my gosh! All my mirrors to break. Yeah, that's. I mean, oh, they, they all so kill right. it, but it's mostly because of that Jake one beat, especially when it breaks down and kind of stutters at a different tempo for a second. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah fuck yeah. That's just Rock crazy. cocaine flow is one of the hardest songs that not enough people know. I think that song no. is hard. It's yeah. so ass. good, bro. Fuck Hell yeah.
0: Fuck yeah. So Great good. choice. The, I just like these lists. I hope they're different all the way around. I think Drew, they will your, be. What's your yeah, number one?
1: My number one, uh, it's a personal favorite. It's always been, and it's like my personal anthem song. To this day, Jay-Z, what more can I say? It's a great, what great, more great can great I beat. It's a great, It's a great song, and every time I hear it, I always go back to that time that I first... Because I, I, I saw Fade to Black in the movie theater like five times. I absolutely loved that movie. I loved the energy, but I loved when Jay was in the studio looking for the beat. They're in there, him and Guru, they're going through all these beats, and then he hears this shit, and you just see Jay's facial expression change. And like you're listening to it, and you're like, "What is that sample?" He makes and the, the same face that sample. you probably make when you have this. With and your then, windows like, down. and then, and then that, then that shit comes on, and you hear the drums. Yeah. And then Jay's just sitting there, like, "What?" Like, put me in the studio right now. And he went in the studio and just did that shit. I definitely oh feel like gosh, the
2: bro. the gladiator sample at the beginning of this mm-hmm. make it mm-hmm. even more of a Windows Down song. It makes like, it even it off more. With the, Are yeah. you guys entertained? It's perfect.
1: I can't wait. I can't wait to have some sort of some sort of comedy special in a theater because that's just how I believe was going to happen. And that's the song I'm walking out yeah, to. Yeah, that's it's the next volume walk shit out right song. there. That's a oh, good one. my goodness. That's the one, bro. Always been I'm going to count how many songs you say that about. Because <laughs> you said <laughs> that's that about the a Drake one. song,
0: too. One other song.
1: <laughs> I don't play. I mean, the, I, so I don't, I don't have no Drake on, 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 on Windows Down. Not like <laughs> that one, no. I know,
0: I know. No, What's your number one, that? My number one. This is your person my personal this is my personal list of what the fuck I put on when I turn that shit all the way the fuck up and the windows are open and I'm having a great day. And my number one song, the song that gets me the most amped the fuck up to enjoy my fucking day. When I want to enjoy my fucking day, I start my day with a big fucking spoonful of ghost-faced Be easy. I was I figured you'd have B-Easy or One somewhere on here. Yo, Pat, I remember... That shit is
2: hard. I remember listening hard. to B-Easy in your so car. It's so hard. We used to listen to B-Easy in your car with the of windows down. we Like, did. drive around campus looking for a parking spot with that shit Because
1: that thumping. shit is so hard, bro. Yeah, that is a- so hard. Speaking <laughs> of so
0: hard. That beat is so Oh, yeah. Hard, and Ghost, and Ghost, Ghost screams on verse.
2: it. I the energy All energy. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so my number one is uh, speaking of hard. I was I was glad you commented on these artists earlier, Pat, because this is undeniable number one max volume song to me, and it's it's MOP Annie up. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> that is that is that is that is the one I knew it was going to be somebody without even one. realizing it when I first started making my playlist, and and we were talking about this as our list tonight. Like literally every time that song comes on random ever in my life the first thing I do is make sure whatever vessel is playing it is all the way up. It's just like an automatic reaction. I have no choice. If any Up comes on, I'm turning it up so I can wow the fuck out. It's so good, That bro. beat, the horns, the energy of, of fame and dance just screaming in your fucking face.
1: It's crazy it's, to this day.
2: Yeah. That's, that song is why I started calling M.O.P. Punch a Stranger music. Because like that shit comes on yeah. at a red light, I want to hop out my car and see who wants the hands. Because it's, yeah. it's time to go. That shit is hard, bro. Yeah. See,
0: when I'm, when I'm feeling good on a good day, I don't want to punch strangers.
2: Though. I do. That's and if, crazy. Like, if I not, feel great today. No, if not, I want you to hop out the car and wild out with me. I want you to be rapping along with me. Uh, and just punching so each other
0: while it happens. Yeah, it's the best. You want to punch a stranger and yeah. get rap to each other while you throw punches.
2: When I want full volume, I don't want to be in a good mood. I just want to be able to fucking feel full energy and wild out. Right. That Yeah. So, yeah, we have three very different lists. I like that.
0: Three very different lists. And all They're of good. yours are, that aren't
2: already on my Windows Down playlist are getting added. So thanks for the help.
0: You're very welcome. Yes, sir. That's what we do here on Gold Don't Rust. That's going to wrap up another episode. Uh, we, have a f- we have a friend, his name is 360 He produces yeah. music, he's very talented It's 3-S-I-X-Z-E-R-O Type that into the internet There will be a multitude of places that you can stream Anything and everything that he's done he's He makes our theme song He also designed our logo And he's a great guy yeah.
2: Yes sir
1: Yes, sir. We're
0: on the internet, It's Don't Rust Pod You can search that as well And there will be places with social media Where you can follow it if you have the time Or care to do that sort of thing
2: subscribe share tell your friends
0: yes rate and review all us that
2: yes on apple Podcasts. hopefully Please. we're number one Spotify. on your windows down podcast playlist
1: yeah because we be doing it for real
2: we're here we, we have here. this shit you should check out right don't true don't you have some things we should tell people to listen to or look at yeah man
1: i got a youtube channel suburban dope um yeah, man, I'm just I'm I'm still putting up videos and they're getting views and I'm just going to keep on doing it. So, yeah. Watch that shit. <laughs> I got more in the tank and I'm just going to keep on going till Let's I go. figure out exactly how I want to move with it, but Heard yeah, it. it's fun. Heard. I'm having fun making them. So, yeah. Well, that's all that matters at the end yeah. of the day. It's it's a lot of fun.
0: All right, do we have anything else to plug?
1: I don't think no. so. No.
0: All right, well, that's just going to bring us to finding out what we're going to be talking about next week. What are we
2: talking about what next What is week? next week? Tomorrow, or sorry, next week, we are discussing the 25th anniversary of a Tupac album that's not actually a Tupac album. It's Machiavelli, uh-huh. the Don Caluminati, the seven-day theory. Oh. Uh-huh. Wow. And that's all I'll say for now, because it's a interesting. very interesting listen, and, but it's, this year is 25 years since that dropped, so... I thought it was fitting to to cover it on a such an important anniversary.
1: So that's a Tupac album that's not a Tupac album. You don't know the
2: Machiavelli album? Yeah, it's a Machiavelli. I mean Marc-A-Mari. I know them. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't right I don't then. think it shows up on Apple Music or Spotify as Tupac though.
1: No, it comes up have as to Machiavelli. Machiavelli, yeah. 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 Okay. And without giving too much away
2: ahead of time, it's my favorite work from Tupac. So
1: I like this album. So this is going to be interesting to It'll go be a back fun to. One. Yeah. I haven't listened to it in a while. So yeah.
2: And if I remember right, right, if I remember right, this was entirely recorded before he died. But I think it came out after he died. Yeah, I might, I might be fucking up the timeline a little bit. I think that's how they did it. I think they
1: did it like that on purpose, or it was right around the time
2: he passed. Right, it's it's, it's one of those things. Next week is Machiavelli.
1: Oh shit, bro.
2: Okay, let's
1: get it.
0: All right, Killuminati. Well, we'll join us next week for I'm not even kind of sure what kind of joke to make about a Machiavelli album. I you don't
1: know either, to. bro. You don't have uh, really to do nothing. It's a, it's a yeah.
2: Um, I, think it's, <laughs> I think it's much funnier when we fucking stumble over the goal line. So right, <laughs> yeah, man. So
0: uh, join, join us next week um, for. Uh, uh, <laughs> to
1: try I'm to sure think, I'm you tra- know, we're going we're to we're listen to Tupac, but not we're gonna Tupac. Listen, we're going to listen to Tupac, but not Tupac. Not we're too, Tupac, We're exactly. not listening to Tupac. Yeah. It's the third Pac. The
0: third <laughs> Pac. I don't think I've ever listened to this. I don't think I've ever listened to it, so I don't know what to
2: expect. That's going to be fun then. Oh, well, let's because, go. Yeah. Okay. You have seven so, days to learn the seven-day theory. Seven
1: I- days to learn the seven-day theory. <laughs> Oh my God! I got I got
0: only got. I gotta do one day every day. Yeah, each. Yeah, exactly. I gotta fit that in. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> well, join me next week, and hopefully, I can fit it into my schedule.
3: Yeah. On.